Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. We really want to be here for moms. And it's why I've chosen to do what might be called a controversial topic by some today. Uh, Look, this is Christian radio. I happen to be a follower of Jesus. We don't always have people on the show that are Christians. I have invited a mom on who is dealing with the fact that her daughter has a same-sex attraction. So, in other words, raising her kids in a Christian home, uh, four children, she's been surprised by the fact that one of her children has declared themselves, at this point, um, off and on, uh, a lesbian. So how does she deal with this? And look, much of the world will say, what's your problem? This is just normal. This is average. This is the new civil rights issue. Uh, What's your struggle? Well, for folks who follow the Bible, it is a struggle, and it it is not a hate struggle. It is not a rejection struggle. It is what do we do with the fact that they want to practice, that they want to get married, and so on. And and uh, I think what what my friend Lori is here to say today is we choose love. Uh, she is the author of several books, uh, and we're focusing today on raising big kids with supernatural love, raising big kids with supernatural love, because we're talking about big kids. I want to talk about what Lori's up against in our culture. So let's play a little soundbite from a well-known uh, news host, Rachel Maddow on NBC and uh, her take on the gay issue. Gay people exist. There's nothing we can do in public policy that makes more of us exist or less of us exist. And you guys have been arguing for a generation that public policy ought to essentially demean gay people as a way of expressing disapproval of the fact that we exist. But you don't make any less of us exist. You just are arguing in favor of discrimination. Okay, when she said you people, she was talking to some, some folks who were Christians and who said that you know, gay marriage was wrong. We're not talking about gay marriage today. But there is a huge group of people out there that think that Christians are hateful toward gays and are discriminating toward gays and are demeaning gays. How have you tackled this issue when it comes to the love of your own daughter who has declared herself in, in many instances as a lesbian? How have you tackled this, Lori? We want to welcome back Lori Wildenberg. Thanks, Jenny. Um, I have a different paradigm. I would look at it in terms of all of us struggle with something. And to have that humility when you're talking to anybody struggling with whatever it might be. It could be pornography. It could be um, an affair. It could be pride or anger. It could be telling lies, gossiping. It doesn't matter. It all falls under the same category. And we all fall short. And we're all equal at the foot of the cross. So to me, whatever the manifestation is, it doesn't make any difference. It's a human condition mm-hmm. to step off the path. So what do we do? We do what God does. We speak truth and we give grace. And we love and we show mercy. And it's the kindness of the Lord that leads to repentance. And it's not my place to be my daughter's or anybody else's junior Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, Philip Yancey just wrote a book. He's a well-known Christian author, and it's called Vanishing Grace. And he talks about how Christians have dug themselves into a hole by making this their issue. It's In some cases, it's become their religion to say we're anti this and we're anti that and we're anti this. And so people don't get love from these Christians. They get judgment and hatred from these Christians. So you've tried to draw a new line that says, look, I do. you do regard the gay and lesbian lifestyle as a sin, yes? Yes. So... You're confronted with the fact that one of your children has chosen that. You've gone to the next level and said, okay, I regard this as not an okay thing, but I'm trying to figure out the best way to show my my daughter I still love her, that I want to still be her mommy and be next to her and guide her and be there for her and not judge her and so on, right? Yes, as I would with all my kids, whatever their propensity happens to be, I wouldn't separate that as 
the big thing. It's one thing among all kinds of things that all of us struggle with. So I wouldn't necessarily separate that as the big thing. It's just a thing. And, and, and it's amazing. Um, your daughter, who I've met and is a lovely person, um, sort of makes it clear in some ways with the way that she dresses and looks that this is the lifestyle that she's chosen. And there you are out in public with her, loving on her at church and everywhere else. What's the, been the response? Has anybody been hateful to you for having still loved your daughter in all of this? Not at all. In fact, very supportive. And I would really like to brag about my church mm-hmm. and about Bible study. Um, my daughter and our relationship and the way that she's perceived in all these various places is she is loved. And that is the thing that draws people to the Lord. And when I think of whatever the the separation or the sin might be, the main things to pray are that your child is drawn to the Lord, that the Lord draws your child, no matter what they're involved in, drugs or alcohol, it doesn't matter. That is the main prayer, to draw your child to the Lord. Have the Lord pull them close so that they get to know him. The Lord can speak into their life about what's best for them. Mm-hmm. I, I think you've got some tips, and I want to make sure we get to those. Um, you know, we have about half the segment left. Tell folks, okay, so here you are. First of all, should people be looking out for this so that they can be prepared and figure out a way to love their child through whatever decision they may make when it comes to their sexuality? I think we always have to be discerning regarding our kids so that we can pray for them and to pray against certain certain things, whatever it is that the Lord shows you and that you can be discerning and you can approach things. We want to pray for their good character and the things that will draw them to the Lord and that they feel the need to find him. That's that's where I would go with all of this. Well, and, and with all the gay and lesbian folks I've known in my life, there are very few of them that would say, I don't really want to feel loved by God. Just about everybody yearns to feel the love of God. Yes, and love from other people. We need to build bridges. And I think the really important thing in our churches and in our Bible studies and out and about, let's start with our own community first and let's build some bridges. And so when parents are struggling with whatever it might be with their young adult, and there are a lot of parents struggling with all kinds of things when their kids have gotten into things that they never would have expected them to get into. We need to be able to build those bridges to to be able to um, show grace and to speak truth and keep those relationships intact. If we don't keep them intact, where's the healing? We have to be able to support each other. If you look at the book of Philippians, even though we consider that to be a book of about joy, it talks about unity in the in in the believers community. We need to do that. We need to build each other up and encourage each other and help each other out, especially during these hard times when our kids may go off on a detour that we never expected. And we have all kinds of moms who listen to the show from, you know, toddler to teen and single moms and divorced moms and widowed moms and and married moms. Um, A mom who's listening today who thinks, I may be facing this struggle or I'm already facing this struggle or a related one. Um, they may have a sexually active teenager who who's facing pregnancy or somebody who's a drug addict or somebody who uh, is struggling with whatever, a, a porn mm-hmm. addiction, whatever it is. To the mom who's listening today and, and dads as well, what is your ad- biggest piece of advice about how to still love their kids and build that bridge to stay in their child's life no matter what their behavior, 
what what are your piece of advice uh, for for parents in this situation? Spend time together. Don't always talk about the thing. We always want to talk about the thing. We know what we don't like. We forget what we do like. Oh, that's big on any level. Yes. I mean, even my son not picking up his socks. I mean, or, or, or whatever, or not, yeah. or not doing chores. You're right. You focus on the thing that's going wrong and not what we love about the child. When they were toddlers, oh my gosh, it was all about what you love about the child. Go ahead. Yeah, and that's why I think... Uh, Jenny, we had talked about earlier the um, replacement prayers. The replacement technique is super important so that when you are praying for your child, not only to pray against the thing that you don't like or when you're with your child to speak against the thing that you don't like, talk about the thing to replace the thing that you don't like. In our book, Raising Big Kids with um, Supernatural Love, we have our book, our excuse me, our chapter on um, choosing goodness. It's all based on 1 Corinthians 13 love and the 15 attributes in there. And the, the choosing goodness talks about the replacement technique and how to pray. And we address the seven deadly sins. And let's, let's just pick greed as, as the, the one that we're talking about. All right, we don't like it when our kids are greedy or selfish. So we talk to them about that. But do we talk about what to do? The alternative, well, the positive yes, alternative, yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Unselfishness, kindness, generosity. Lord, replace my child's greed with a generous and kind spirit. That's how we want to pray. So you want a positive to fill in that negative vacuum. Absolutely. And, and having read through parts of your book, you, you have step-by-step techniques, even for, for ways to incorporate in that in the home, incorporate unselfish behavior. What yes. you break, you fix, things yes, like that. Exactly. You know, uh, good, good advice. Um, so let's just wrap up in these last couple of minutes. I want you to tell folks how to find you. We've only got two minutes left. Final piece of advice and then how folks can find you and your books and help from you if they're dealing with this issue. I'd say two things. Get on your knees and hold your child's hand. Be with your kid and talk to God. And those are the two biggest things that will provide the healing that you're looking for. May not always provide the answer you want, but the relationship will stay intact because we want a relationship with our kids that will last a lifetime. And how do people find you and get help from you if they need that? Uh, two ways to find me. You can find me at lauriewildenberg.com. W-I-L-D-E-N-B-E-R-G, lauriewildenberg.com. And Lori is L-O-R-I. Yes. And then you can also find me at my ministry uh, website, which is one corinthians 13 parentingcom one corinthians 13 parentingcom Lori, it's been a pleasure. Uh, please give our love to your daughter and the rest of your children. Uh, thank you for telling your story. We may have you back, and your daughter may visit as well to talk about what she's dealing with. I think that would be great. Thanks so much, Jenny, for the opportunity. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Okay, thanks so much for tuning in to Channel Mom today. A unique topic, but I really thought it had to be discussed and and really is relevant for so many people in so many ways, whatever you're dealing with in your tween or your teenager. Hey, I always love to use this part of the show to say, if nobody's noticing, if nobody's recognizing you, if nobody's thanking you, if you think you need to be a size two and driving a big car and living in a big house and you're not doing those things and you're being just a mom, I just want to let you know that is the most important job on the planet, except for maybe daddy. Uh, And I I just, I so appreciate all the moms out there working so hard to raise their children well. You're making our world a better place by doing so. So God bless you. We hope you have a beautiful weekend.